And I was like, ah, oh, I've dropped that bit of lettuce. And then um, the bit of lettuce moved. Hayley. Yeah. Do you have a pick of the week? Do I what? Mine is cultural. <laughs> does she ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. I've come in with, um, into this with a bang and I'm really hoping that I don't... Um, Fall short. Okay. However, I'm ready. On Thursday last week, mm-hmm. it was St. Paddy's Day. It sure was. And I cannot name something like a, an occasion where drinking is involved that is more fun than drinking up, drinking and dressing up. <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's always mm. good to have a purpose when you're drinking. I feel it's like. so so much better. Yeah. <laughs> because you know when you like have a drink and like if you're like. Look, if you look nice, yeah, you have a drink, and then I don't know, you go to the bathroom and you look in the mirror and you're like, "Whoa, I did, I definitely didn't realize I have half a mascara down my face." Yeah, this if is you, the thing—you're never fully comfy. Yeah, and if you like go to the bathroom and you're in your St. Paddy's get up, mm. who cares? You're not—you're not built to make to like <laughs> look pretty. Hoorah! <laughs> yeah, fucking pop off. So, what was the fit? Describe it to us. Well, I came onto the train a little bit too late. Okay. So I wasn't I wasn't feeling like ready to go out. Right. At all. She wasn't an organised queen. And then I got peer pressured and I bowed down and I well and well and truly performed. Yep. She bowed right to the ground. I was I was pretty much crawling. I was pretty much lying <laughs> flat on the ground. That's how much I bowed down to that peer pressure and honestly, no regrets. No, of course not. Zero. That was probably my peak. I really enjoyed St. Paddy's Day celebrations. Oh yeah, yeah. How yeah, about the you? Dunedin ones look like they went off mm. down there. I know. Yes, and your and your peak of the week. And your peak of the- <laughs> <laughs> and, and your peak of the week would be me. Do you know what my peak of the week was going to be? Um, that I played Wii at a flat party, but I've already had that peak of the week. Yeah, that's you've been there, done that. I have. I've been there and I've done it. So, the flip side to that, mm-hmm. you know, because playing Wii at a flat party is like obviously going to like a raging drinking event. That's mm-hmm. one and the same. If you're playing Wii, you're at the greatest party of all time, for sure. 100%. So, the flip side of that was actually my Friday night. I was so tired. I was so tired on mm-hmm. Friday. It had been such a massive week. I was absolutely shattered. And um, I went home to my parents and my mum and dad cooked for me. Oh, oath. I know. And then I got into my bed there, and I had, like, clean sheets, and then I just had a massive sleep. Oh, and then I woke good. up on Saturday morning, rearing, ready to go. Ready to go to the BYO the next day. I was, I was. See, sometimes I feel like there's nothing better than going and staying in a familiar place. Like, yes. going home is just the best thing ever. Oh, there was just something so delicious about, like, going back and, like, having some yummy food. Having some chip chat chats. Yeah, and having yeah. a big rest. I think I just about fell asleep on the couch at, like, 5pm when I arrived, so I was a tired girl. Mm. So, my peak of the week was my R&R, rest and relaxation. Love that. Not Rochester and Rutherford? No. Very close, though. Very close second. <laughs> do you have a trough? I do have a trough. But it's kind of... I can't pinpoint the trough. Okay. But last week, I feel like in, ho- in a hole... <laughs> last, last week was in a hole. <laughs> I found myself... Hole in one! <laughs> Last week was, as a whole, 
quite emotional. Oh, yeah. For, I, I would say for quite a few people and, mm-hmm. like, for lots of different reasons as well. Yeah. I just feel like lots of people last week had a little bit of a tough time and it's always, you know, kind of cool to see how everybody sort of builds them up or, like, supports yeah. them, etc. Et and you, what's your trough? Um, so my trough is kind of maybe also opaque, I'm not sure. It was mm-hmm. funny, for sure. Yeah. So um, last night I went out for dinner with my parents, my brother, because my family usually has dinner together on Sundays. And um, I was, again, this is a thing, but I was really, really tired and I was so hungry. I've been such a big day um, working with some children. Mm-hmm. And so I was ready for a good feed. And we went yeah. to a place that I won't say the name, even though I really like them, but because of the story, I won't say where it was. <laughs> um, so we went to this place and I was so excited, like words cannot describe how hungry I was. Yeah. And it was just like a really good, like classic, like burger and chips place. Like it was, it was going to be yum. It was going to be a fancy, fancy burgerini and I was really excited. Okay. And the chats were good. Everything was going well. We get the burger. I had a chicken burger. It was like so yum. Everything was so beautiful. The chicken breast, beautiful. The tomato, beautiful. Everything, beautiful. Amazingness. I can't stress how good this burger was. <laughs> and then, and then I'm just chit-chatting and I take a bite into the burger and I'm maybe 75% of the way through. And I take a bite into the burger and, like, as happens when you bite into a burger, like, some stuff kind of got crunched but then fell off. You know how you know how it does. Yeah. So a little bit, like, kind of flopped off and, and then went on to what I was eating. Yeah. Um, and I was like, ah, I've dropped that bit of lettuce. And then um, the bit of lettuce moved. And then I realised it was not a bit of lettuce. It was a caterpillar. <laughs> oh, Nude. <laughs> I wonder if it was one of my caterpillars from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> it was that reincarnated. Oh no, Meg. What? What a terrible thing to have occurred at a burger and burger and chips joint. I wish we'd organised to get Dad on as well to like give us a witness report, but she was a sizable caterpillar as oh, well. Oh really? Like. Can you give? Can you show me with your fingers? Like maybe it was like that big. That's like an adult caterpillar. It was. It was like a full. It was green as well because it was obviously like I don't know if it's even called a caterpillar. It's like the ones that live in lettuce. I think it is a caterpillar. I'm not really sure. Yeah, or potentially a maggot. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> Maggots are small. Um, but it was like bright green. Mm, like So like a praying mantis sort of thing. Yeah, it was. It was like a praying mantis colour. Um, and oh my god. It, like, so I realised what it was. Mm. And the conversation continued around me. And I, I literally watched it do the worm. Like it was, this was fully oh. alive. It was. So if you had taken, if that little piece of caterpillar hadn't fallen out of your burger you would indeed have eaten and decapitated a a pussy pillar a pussy pillar and i like i'm just hoping that it didn't have a like a lover in the in the same burger in the same burger yeah i wonder if they were canoodling in your lettuce (laughs) i was a good like three quarters of the way through but man, it was so funny. Oh, Meg, that's terrible. And then my dad took it up to the waiter. It was really nice. And dad was like trying to do it quietly. Like, oh, like, mate, like, just so you know. Because there were a few people around the counter. And dad didn't want to like put his customers off. Yeah. And so he went up quietly and was like, oh, mate, like, oh, just this is this has happened. And that showed him. And this waiter goes, 
holy shit, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and so this poor man who was sitting there waiting for his Uber Eats is like trying to work out what the fuck's going on. Yeah. And then anyway, they take the, the, the caddy away and the burger away. And um, the guy's like, do you want another burger? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have most certainly eaten enough today. <laughs> But I, I, to be fair, I wasn't like I'm not feeling that traumatized from it. I didn't eat the caterpillar, and that's what you got to do when life throws shit your way. You've got to focus on what did happen, not what could have happened. <laughs> Just put a new bumper sticker on my car today. Really? A bit of balance checkup on your mate's one. Oh yep, I'm familiar. <laughs> I have seen those. I have seen them. Um, bit of balance is an account on Instagram who also happens to be my flatmate. <laughs> Controversially, happens. <laughs> I actually reached out to her and. Just like, I'm such a big fan. Hey, we need some more um, advertising and we don't really want to pay for it. So if you could just chuck it on your story. <laughs> but about this, we're a big supporter of um, of the potty. People who follow this also probably follow Better Balance. But if you're considering it and you haven't done it yet, get a bumper sticker. Because I think they're sick. They look so nice. And what a cool message. Because then people will be driving behind you. And they'll go, oh, I should check up on my mates. I should call that friend that's been a little bit down. Yeah, what a message. So yeah, get on the train. Um, I do have a hot take for you. Yes. Are you, are you, did I do a hot take last week? No, we didn't because we did our ISO stories. That's right. Um, wow, this better be hot then. It's really not that hot. But okay. <laughs> no pressure. This one's kind of a double barrel. Okay. Well, maybe triple barrel. And I'll try and break up the subsections yep. within the story. Okay. Okay. First things first, I got a haircut. She did? I did. Looks Notably, sick. It's quite short. It's bobulous. Yeah, it was It was a good big chomp. It was a big chomper. I like it a lot. Almost as big as your chomp into the caterpillar. Oh. <laughs> oh, imagine all the wee flesh. Oh, Ooh, yuck. Ooh. Um, anyway, so I got my haircut and first subsection. How freaking good are these stories that you get from the hairdressers? Yeah. Why are they so good at talking? Literally. They are just like, like the stuff that you learn, you, like I come away from it thinking, oh, I wonder how Renee's dog's going. Literally. Like, I why do I know all this information about my hairdresser? Hairdressers need to be paid more because not only do they have the qualification of like doing hair, which seems to be incredibly difficult and like probably quite technical, yep. but they also are so qualified in making a convo go for an hour. Like, are they wow, like, insane. They're like certified shit talkers as well. Yes. Yeah. Hairdressers should be podcasters. They should be. I might just pose the idea that old Renee Skarks. Okay, nice. Mm. Shout out Renee. Carrying on, moving forth. So, <laughs> when I got home, right, yeah. I had my hair done really nicely and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you can never really replicate how well your hair is like done by the hairdresser when you're trying to do it by yourself. Yeah, because you you go and then you they do and they give you a wee curl and wash and you go, nice. This is how my new hair will look all the time. Like I'm gonna mm. work really hard to make it like this. And you just can't. You can't you just replicate can't. it. No. Because you can't get to the back of your head. And that's inevitable. <laughs> that thing, that's, that stuff happens. Anyway, so I come away and I'm like, right, I'm going to do my hair. We were going out on St. Paddy's Day or maybe the day after. And I was like, yep, I'm going to do, I'm going to curl my hair, curl my bangs. And so I've got half my, half my hair up and I am trying to curl it. Mm-hmm. And I look like somebody, right? And I was like, wow, I look like somebody off a movie. Not a movie star. I'm not comparing myself to looking like a movie star. <laughs> I looked like somebody and I couldn't picture in my head yeah. what it was. Right? And I'm thinking, oh my god, this is so funny. Thinking about it yesterday on my laptop, I was giggling. 
like because I thought it was someone off the off the movie The Duff. Okay. I said no, it's not because I went through all the characters. Thought maybe Mean Girls. Yeah. Maybe like, I don't know. What, something of Whoopi Goldberg. I couldn't. Re- I couldn't remember which which movie this character was off. <laughs> and so I get going through, going through. Oh my gosh! I know what I look like. With my hair half up, half down, yeah. halfway through curling it, I looked like Lily from Princess Diaries. <laughs> you know how she has the hair up yeah. right at the top of her head. Yeah. So I looked like her, and I looked identical to her. Anyway, it's a look. That's it good. is a look. It is a look. She's an icon for sure. <laughs> Anyway, so that's my second subsection. Yeah. My third subsection was my history after I had tried to go through and find this character. <laughs> because I, I don't know if anyone else does this, but I try to use as minimal words as possible in my Google search oh, bar. absolutely. Yeah, to try and get to the answer, right? I also try and make it do as much of the work for me as possible. Like I start putting in the first two letters and I just hope that exactly what I want will be the first suggestion. Yeah. And it never is. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Anyway, so I'm going through, like, oh, what is it, like, all the my search history. And it's, like, dark hair girl movie. Or movie <laughs> hair up down. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just like... These are so vague. I know. And I'm like, no wonder Google search couldn't come up with, like, what I looked like in the mirror of the my hair half at Google, who's, like, taking in your searches, is like, for fuck's sake, what the fuck does this girl want? <laughs> Not this girl again. Imagine that... Imagine if, like, in the way, like, robot world that, like, means that Google works, you know, up in the cloud. Yeah. Imagine if it was, like, actual little bots and... They were like, couldn't work out what you wanted. Yeah. And then they were like pushing it up to like their managers, and then the manager pushed it up. You know, how she's mm. at work. And then the like, big CEO of Google's like, I cannot work out what the skill wants to be Googling right now. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good thought. And I also just my head link, there was a link that went from <laughs> your point to something in a my head. A to B. A to B. Um <laughs> of the you know that movie The Internship? Oh yeah. Watched it the other day with my flatmate and by crikey, I was I was slapping my knees. It was so <laughs> funny. I love like witty humour. Yes. Yeah, and like humour that's just like they're so out of place that it's funny. Well, that was my hot take. I hope it was hot. Oh, oh what did you what do you rate it? Oh, uh, piping. Yeah. Piping. Oh, man, I miss these hot takes in my veins. <laughs> Feel like, just because I've been reflecting on it since like I have felt a little bit blue this week, is that um I feel like with all of the... I hope I articulate myself well enough here. We can always command tea. We can always command tea. I feel like there's a lot of push around um, mental health, which is obviously so good and there should be way more. And I feel like a lot of the time this is centred around like depression or anxiety or particular disorders, which I also think is really good and that there needs to be more of. I'm not at all shitting on that. But I do think because all of that mental health kind of chat is often centered around or at least feels like it's centered around like depression anxiety different disorders sometimes it feels like there's not a place for when you just feel a bit down and it's not a it's not like a a clinical issue but Mm. you're just like having a sad few days which is incredibly natural to feel that because you're human but sometimes I think the way that the media pushes mental health it creates two boxes one where you're like happy or the other where you, like, have depression or anxiety, when there actually is a lot in between that doesn't get talked about. Yeah, that kind of, that gap in the middle is, 
And validating. Yeah. Because you can't be like, oh, I'm really sad. Because the feeling isn't sad. Yeah. you can't be like, I feel like you probably would use the word confused. Yeah. Or like a little bit down. And then people just automatically, like society, not just people. Yeah. Society automatically like switches or like a the, there's a link made between feeling down and I'm depressed. Yeah. Or the other way, right? Where they're like, no, you're fine. You're not depressed. You know? Yeah. And it's like that, that feeling is... It's definitely a thing that happens, but I feel like people find it harder to talk about and articulate because there isn't necessarily a place for it if there's just those two boxes, you know what I mean? Absolutely, I definitely definitely get what you mean. When you're feeling down, the length of time is mm-hmm. so, like, it's so important to recognise. Yes, yeah. But then it's also important to, like, recognise when it's a, it is a lengthy amount of time. The thing about feeling blue that I find so funny is that, I don't know if you find this, but you can be feeling really blue and you go to yourself like this will pass like and I'll, I will not feel this in a couple of days but you just kind of have to wait and even thinking that and knowing that it's going to pass doesn't make it you know what I mean yeah yeah because you're like it's kind of like the out of sight out of mind but then when you're continuously being like am I remembering this am I am I feeling blue am I like am I, I need to analyze it yeah like, and when you have like a rough day on like Monday Tuesday by Friday you look back on you look back on it and you go God, what was I on about? Like, I feel fine now. Absolutely. I think that also at the same time, it's really important to recognise this phenomenon right now. Yeah. Okay, so we've got, say, COVID, right? And all these things that, because of COVID, we can't do, go to events, go to things that we're looking forward to. So, like, our we've kind of got, like, tunnel vision for, like, what's in the future. And I feel like when we're, like, looking forward to something, it's always like kind of a little bit of a push to get you over the line of like having those sort of blue days or those blue feelings so when you don't have like anything to look forward to by crikey you can get into so many ruts of feeling blue because it's just like a repetitive cycle of like day-to-day mundaneness even when you've got something on your calendar i don't like get excited for it until right before it happens Mm. because it feels like anything and everything can get cancelled and the person like whose birthday it is could just get COVID literally yeah so even when you do finally have those things again to get excited about your like brain actually doesn't get excited about them until they're really really close so you're so true you're so true you're You're so so true (laughs) so you're so right the day-to-day stuff feels really mundane when you're like oh I do have this like really cool thing on the weekend but like is it actually gonna happen I don't know (laughs) yeah it's it's like it's like it's so normal to kind of not feel excited for things and for a while I was like is not feeling excited for things like a bad thing but yeah. I think it's just when you are just busy you yeah it's kind of more at the back of your mind yeah I think it's also a trust thing right like post-covid we went through a couple years where everything you know we were excited about like whether it's like festivals or o week or like specific things to your family or your friends because it kept getting cancelled you're like psychological reaction is to be like okay well I don't trust things on the calendar like they could just get cancelled so then with time as things on the calendar do happen and don't get cancelled anymore then all of a sudden you'll have like way more trust in the world and you'll be excited about things again it's just one of those annoying things that you just have to wait it out you know yeah definitely god it's it's so funny how we you can your brain can do these things because like it's surrounded by unfamiliar territory yeah or like territory that is so familiar that there's nothing exciting and so that like contaminates your brain with like these feelings of like uncertainty and bloody blah i think it's really bizarre 
how like we don't have an answer there's not a fortune cookie and we don't get delivered a fortune cookie of all like the answers oh my gosh why am i losing my hair oh it's because you're not having enough blah 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 yeah there's like twelve thousand things that it could be i think that's the thing about feeling blue is that sometimes you just like wake up and you're like i'm just really not feeling it today and you can't even put your finger on why like sometimes there's not always a specific reason and even when you think there might be like oh i don't really know like i didn't think i cared about that situation that much you know yeah Mm. but it's really hard not knowing the cause because i think if it happens a couple of days in a row, it means that you get frustrated and you're like, ah, oh, like I just like want to fix it, but you can't because it's one of those things that kind of just will pass with time, you know? Absolutely. I think as you get older as well, you kind of, the things that you think so much about when you're little, you like are in like a, a circulation of overthinking, but you don't yeah. know what overthinking is. So that when you're an adult, you the things that you overthink aren't sleep yeah. or aren't like, I don't know cartwheels or I don't know what I was even thinking when I was 13 like but it's just like now the the reasoning that we attribute to these big things in life or these kind of little problems or like feeling blue yeah is like we don't give it as much weight because we have so many bigger things to go on on a tangent about but when we're little, we're like, oh, this is probably the time that we probably should be like, this is what feeling blue is about. Because, yeah. like, <laughs> then that would be familiar. And then we would be like, okay, cool. Like, why am I feeling shit for a week? Oh, it's because I'm feeling blue. It is so true. And it is a perk of talking about it. Because I think last night I came home and I said to my flatmate, I'm actually just so stressed. Like, I just have weight. Like, I've just taken on way too much this week. And now I'm really stressing out. And as soon as I said it, I was, I felt, I felt that feeling after you said something where you feel silly because you actually don't feel it anymore. It's as soon as you get it off your chest and you say it out loud and then you're all of a sudden relieved of all this weight, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I totally get what you mean. In fact, I'm going to go on a tangent here because I really hope that mum doesn't listen to this or like this is all finished before she listens to it. But I applied for a new job. Yeah. I was really excited when I applied and then... In between me applying and them getting back to me about my application, yeah, I like got asked to like coach an equal team. Oh yeah, perfect, great, I love doing that. Anyway, it got to today where my interview was, and I had said to my flatmates, "Oh, like I actually really don't want this to do this interview anymore. Like I don't want this job." Yeah. And then I'd put it in my head that I didn't want this job, right? As soon as I said it out loud, I was like, I don't want this job. Yeah. Then for the rest of the morning, I was like moping around. I was like, I don't want this freaking job. Like, why am I doing this interview? I should just, Maybe I should just shouldn't show up. Yeah. Anyway, so I show up to the Zoom interview. I'm dressed up from top down, you know. And I'm sitting there. It was at 9.30. Gets to 9.45. I'm like, they probably should be here, you know. <laughs> They had freaking stood me up. <gasps> I know. And I just thought, you know what? I've manifested this. I've manifested me not getting this job and me not wanting this job so much that they've decided to stand me up. Oh. I know. They could feel your vibes. They could feel my vibes. They know, they know that I'm not here for a good time. Wow. hate when you think about rejecting someone, but then they reject you first. Yes. Ouch. Because now you probably want the job. Because <laughs> you're like... <laughs> I want what I can't have. For fuck's sake, I actually do it's want it. It's the thrill, it's a chase. Yeah, it's, it's the chase. <laughs> the place you applied at knows how to, how to do <laughs> I just, you on. I'm, I'm laughing because, because 
Because I just said the name out loud and now I've all lost it. Yeah. <laughs> the place that you applied at knows how to do the chase well. Absolutely. <laughs> and look, now I'm interested. Yeah, now you'll be sending a follow-up email. I will be. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> how terrible though. And then that just made me feel like unwanted for the rest of the day. I yeah. Like, for fuck. Like, <laughs> even though you didn't want them. Even though I didn't want them in the first place. I was just like in a, in a mopey old mood. <laughs> I've got a tangent. Um, tangent. Tangent time. Um, going, going and watching a like a TV series back from when, like something that you loved, and then going and watching it now. Oh my goodness, the acting in it is shocking. It's humbling, eh? It's so humbling. No offense, Miley Cyrus, if you're listening, but I remember getting my parents getting Disney Plus, and like I was so excited because obviously Disney Plus only came out a couple of years ago, so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm so excited to like rewatch the things. I used to watch back in the day. Bear yeah. in mind that, like, I was one of those Disney Channel kids that I would quite... You know how you couldn't choose which episode? Shocking. Yeah. That it used to be like that. <laughs> yeah. So they'd just play, like, the same three over and over, and then they'd move to a new three. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, would watch these Hannah Montana episodes over and over and over again, and I could <laughs> barely make it through 10 minutes of the first one when I watched it through on Disney Plus because it was just so shockingly bad <laughs> and, and they're so like boring yeah and there's nothing happening <laughs> i'm like waiting for like dominica to like yeah. like shatter a glass and yeah. wave it in the air <laughs> and like h2o the other day and i was like this is not good television speaking of maths is literally soft porn <laughs> maths is going on this nerd photo scandal have you been keeping up with it because it hasn't been on our tvs yet no i i've kind of like seen a little bit of the stuff but i haven't like really delved into the drums yeah yeah well i've been Hawkeye. Well, Dominica has an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Olivia Googles the OnlyFans, finds the nudes. I'm not sure what she thought she'd find on the OnlyFans. I'm assuming paid the paywall, right? Like, yeah. To get in. So, you know, Dominica's win there. I'll yeah, she, that. Olivia's paying you. her. <laughs> She's getting free advertisement. Yeah, well, her OnlyFans must have popped off. Yes, seriously. And then Olivia, like, sends it to one of the other brides who, to, like, laugh about it. And then the other bride, like, shows everyone and they all gossip about it for a few days. Oh, God. Yeah. I just think that, why why is everyone getting their knickers in a twist over OnlyFans? We talk about it so freely and stuff. Yeah. And then it's, like, when it happens on TV, we're like, oh, my goodness, that's so bad. No, are you joking? Like, Literally. this is a real-life thing. Like, people do this for money. Like, people live off this as their, like, this is, like, their financial support. So and why is everyone throwing hands at this? This is a really random tangent that I'm not sure that I'll include. But, um... Oh, it's really fascinating that people get upset about OnlyFans. And I definitely get that there's some downsides. But it's really fascinating because people have been making money off of women's nudes and, like, women in porn for fucking ages. Like, as long as it's been, like, media's been around. People have been making money off of women's, like, nude photos. But it's just never been the women that have been making the money. It's been, like, the people who took them or their producers or, like, the men who run, like, porn shoots. So now OnlyFans is a place where... Women can upload their nudes and then they make all of the profit from it because it's their actual body, so that makes the most sense. Absolutely. And people are getting their knickers in a twist about it, but it's literally the best, like, safest version of porn we've ever had in the whole world. It's so random that people think it's this new crazy thing, but it's just the same, but better. It's literally the most civilised version of porn you can ever get and everyone (laughs) is hating on it. It's so interesting because if we didn't have OnlyFans, nudes would still be there, but... 
men whose bodies aren't like who aren't in the photo would be the ones making all the big dollars. Exactly. Oh so, gosh. You know what? Local lattes won't be starting on OnlyFans anytime soon. But no. go off to Monica. Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> hey, to get back on topic. Sorry. So some content we can actually include. <laughs> this is terrible. Hayley, you wake up, you're feeling a bit blue. Yeah. What do you do? What what's your what's your move? What's your strat? Can I have a nighttime edition? Yes, okay. I feel like at nighttime is where I feel the most blue. Interesting. Mm. Because when I am when I wake up in the morning I'm generally on the on the right side of the bed. Yeah. But some I mean, obviously no one has no one's perfect, but um I if I'm feeling blue it'll be at night. Um, so what I like to do, and I really hope that Jennifer doesn't listen to this because mm-hmm. she's gonna know that I'm using her earpods right now. <laughs> but it's for mental health issues, so you can get wrecked, Jen. Um, <laughs> I love to put in mine slash so students' earpods. Yeah. Turn the lights off. Get into bed. Mm-hmm. Songs playing, and just shut. Just, like just lay back. That's so interesting. Yeah. I like to just block it out. I know a few people who do that and it's like a really good way to just like sit and be present with your mm. feels, you know? But then again, it's like if someone walked into your room and took a photo, it would look like you are the most <laughs> emo. cocooned emo <laughs> teenage boy even. <laughs> but it's so therapeutic. It's like an anxiety blanket, you know, yeah. those big like heavy blankets. Well, I feel like it is a form of meditation, right? Just not like the classic one that we talk about all the time. Yeah. Sitting there and just listening to music and doing nothing else is meditating you know mm. if it takes you away for a little bit that's suck good strat I, yeah i've also been introduced um recently to um listening to meditation at night nice. or like white noise at night and i really enjoy it i did that for a little i've also done listen to a podcast where a guy just reads you the dictionary whoa yeah have you ever woken up from that and then just been like i know what Siskela pest this is. <laughs> just make some Can't think of any big ones. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Siskela pest this is, but everyone knows what that means. What does it mean? Oh, you know. Uh, <laughs> some uh, potion? No, but yeah, I've assumed that I've like fallen asleep and there's been words like with the definitions, but I've never noticed any that I have said and have been like, oh, where did I get that from? Now tell me, you wake up in the morning, you're feeling blue, you're Blues. feeling lilac yeah just like reach out to mates and just like have a good laugh like, even if you don't feel like talking about it because you don't think it's that big a deal which is fine just like if you're in a flat coming and sitting downstairs and like all having a good laugh for a while mm. or you know like going like calling your mom and like having a chat about your day reaching out and talking to other people are there something about talking to people that kind of pulls you back into the real world and out of your thoughts do you know what i mean yeah it's like a sort of like a slap in the face yeah like kind of get over yourself yeah literally it's so interesting that you say that, like about how, like not speaking to anyone for a whole day. Imagine if you went, you were going home to no family, to no yeah. friends, to no dog or partner or whatever. Yeah, you're and just you, chilling. Yeah, and you just like were isolating all day or just hadn't talked to anybody, and you do that repetitively. Like, I guess some people love it though. Some people yeah. froth that because they yeah. like being with themselves. True. Well, I think that's a really good. I think that's a really good. Um, reckon from. Yeah, I can't remember when I got given this advice, but I think it's really good advice is that in order to feel happiness, you have to feel sadness. Like, in order to feel really good and secure, you have to have felt, like, confusion and being lost. Because if there wasn't such a thing as feeling sad, then there wouldn't be such a thing as feeling happy because you'd have nothing to compare it to. Absolutely. If you have moments where you're like, fuck yeah, I'm so happy, it's because you've been sad before. So even when you've got the blues and, like, days are a bit low, 
it's so good that that happens because even though it's shit in the moment it means that you will have good days because you have that contrast to come back to and life would be fucking boring if every day was just mid exactly i have an on-trend tangent for you yes following that yeah it's COVID related okay you know when you have a blocked nose yeah and you think my golly gosh i don't think that i've ever appreciated not having a blocked nose before (laughs) but now i would do anything to have an unblocked nose (laughs) that's exactly what you're talking about it is it's exactly the feeling and i feel like that works both ways if you're listening to this and you're like oh i'm actually in a really happy phase of my life which is sick go off yeah first of all (laughs) proud of you but think about what it is that is making you so happy and be like fuck yeah i'm really grateful to be feeling this because nothing in your control but the tides will change for a little at some point in the future and if you're able to like feel grateful and know what makes you happy then I feel like that makes it way easier absolutely I totally agree cool let's move swiftly forward okay <laughs> mine was just an off it's kind of like she's got it in her brain she's I've she's got, a, got no cue cards too yeah I've got no cue cards I've got no props um just roll with the punches yes good because seriously you just gotta roll with them <laughs> Hey, you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Lukewarm Lattes. If you want to hear more from us, head on over to Instagram and follow us at Lukewarm Lattes. And you can see some sneak peeks, what episodes are coming up. You might even get a say in what episodes happen at all. So it's a place to be, really. I might even flirt with you on the DMs. Oh, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you guys have a beautiful week and we'll see you on the flip side.